and this time I was hooked on the king of rock I just wanna rap, I'ma go get this thing a shot Looking back, I'd have never thought that this thing a pop Nah, right now I'm proud to be a part of the family And you standing there just looking at me, but you don't hear me But you don't hear me though What? What? But you don't hear me though But you don't But you don't hear me though Soul Radio. It's 10 o'clock on the dot, and we're here at Mutiny Radio. I'm Professor Gable. We've been doing a lot of interviews here lately, and tonight we've got Ike, Christian, and Equipto. Say hello, hello. fellas. Hello. Yeah. Anything you guys want to say to, int- to <coughs> introduce yourselves? Um, we're, they're here. We They just got back from the March of Justice, and all, they walked all the way to Sacramento, um, do y'all want to just elaborate on it a little bit, just to talk about, like, tell the people that are listening why y'all went there and what happened? Uh, well, uh, my name's Ike. Um, we went there basically to bring about the awareness of uh, police violence in the black and brown communities. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the job, or part of the um, the goal, too, was to also put pressure on D.A. Gascon mm. um, to charge these cops that have been killing the black and brown people in our communities and mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, get the uh, Attorney General Javier Brissetta to basically put pressure on Gascon and, um, you know, and in the process as well to, you know, unify um, communities along the way with mm. outreaching. Do you feel like that happened there, unifying communities, or beginning to? Um, I think some seeds were planted. I mean, right. I can't, I can't really say that you know we left a you know a mark or anything mm-hmm. like that in any of the cities that we passed through. Mm-hmm. I think we we showed people that you know, hey, you know, if you're about a purpose, you know, you can just go out and do it, and you know, get support as well. I think um, a lot of people were. We're just surprised to see us because of the cities that we're in. There's just not a lot of people, you know, protesting anything out there, really. Right. What about you, Christian? What do you what do you think? <clears throat> any of the cities stand out to you that you felt really responded well or or not well? Yeah. It was a, it was a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a which one was the one where we took where we were in front of Best Buy. I mean, Walmart. That was Fairfield. Fairfield. I feel like we definitely made an impact on Fairfield. Mm. It was, uh, we were like some part of Fairfield. It was like the, close to where all the projects were. Because mm. there was a lot of black pe- black and brown folks in that in that Walmart. And while we were around Fairfield, we just kept walking past suburban 
uh, parts of that city and we didn't really f start feeling the black and brown presence until mm. we actually went to Walmart and yeah there was, a, there was a lot of love there was a lot of love from folks spoke to a lot of families um, shared our stories and they shared theirs but you know there was with love comes hate so there was a lot of there, there was some tension there was some friction there as well and, and a lot of the people a lot of the public actually uh, got that on camera as well mm. Yeah, yeah I saw some of the footage of the stuff going on at Walmart. Um, <clears throat> uh, e, what did you think, uh, what What was one of the main things that stood out from the past couple weeks? For you? What stood out the most? I don't know, it's hard to say, because there's a lot, a lot of just memories that pop in and out. Mm-hmm. You know, do you still feel? Do you all still feel like fresh from the experience, kind of like the, feeling the effects of it and whatnot? Still, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, physically, Definitely. mentally, oh yeah. Definitely physically. Mm-hmm. yeah, both. I think like a memory, an important time, kind of was the end, like the last two miles we walked in. Mm. It was kind of, it was dope. You know, like seeing people that you know. That came to see us or whatnot, you know what I mean, or just right. the, you know the older older activists, you know what I mean, like right, right. That, that actually could find it in their schedule because you know it was Thursday during it wasn't easy for a lot of people to come out, you know and, what I'm saying. And these like, are people in, <clears throat> in the towns, or the people from back home that came up to support no, from back home. Okay, you know okay. like the OGs, and there was like some people that were in the. You know the dude called the juggler we had on the. You know, the he was <laughs> oh, the jug, the guy, the yeah, juggler yeah. kept coming. His name is he I stayed for a long time. Then he wow. ended up, you know, for you know other reasons he couldn't be around. Right. Boom, boom. Then he ended up being his sack. We he rolled up in a car and we all, everyone <laughs> was crazy like the juggler. Started going crazy, going dumb. I mean, we were like in delirium mode at that time. Right. Kind of like you know what I mean, like home stretch, almost there. Playing Sam Cooke on the radio, you know, what I'm right. it was like it was emotional, man. It was like a you realize kind of like it makes you feel like man, like the things can be accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Like of course we didn't have our ultimate goal, mm. but as far as like a you know like your comrades and you know what I'm saying like definitely you find that trust in one another or yeah. just that certain faith and that you know reliance. That's what it was accomplished. You know what I mean? Like definitely it lasted this long without killing each other. Like uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> and you just mentioned uh, ultimate goal. Like for those listening that don't know, what was the what is the ultimate goal you're talking about? Um, I mean, again, just getting cops jailed for murder, getting them mm -hmm. tried for okay. murder. And we know a lot of that has to do with the police bill of rights. Right. And, you know, how it's all worded and, and phrased so that cops are able to, you know, say that they feared for a life or whatever it is mm -hmm. um, and be able to get off. Mm. And until i don't want to say until that's changed but i know that that's a big issue that's a big um roadblock to getting police um tried for murder getting them convicted i should say right. not necessarily tried cuz we can we can always put them on trial but all getting them convicted that's the mm -hmm. key that's the the one that we just can't seem to get a consistency on has that ever happened before has a cop ever been convicted for murder I mean, uh, manslaughter. 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 Yeah. Uh. There was, yeah. 
only manslaughter and the dude did like seven months. Wow, <laughs> like really? Oscar Grant's murder. Yeah. Damn. And um, I mean, there might have been some other, but that's the re- most recent that I'm that's aware crazy. of. Crazy. There's been so many. And an officer. And I mean, and um, who was there was a actually a in Texas there was a um an incident where it happened that actually like I, I got to look it up again because. It was something, I don't know if, if it got swept under the rug or something, but where, like, in, I think it was either Texas or Kentucky, where it was a woman, a black woman. Mm. She was a district attorney, and she actually charged some cops with murder. Mm. This might have been, like, I don't know. Maybe I showed you the link, or so I showed somebody the link. And, and, it, then, and it happened? Yeah, but see, then it was like she was in the process of it. Now I can't even find it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. this is how it is. Like, you never know yeah. what happened. Oh, now they so might have. under, they take it away. They erased the information. They might have murdered quick. her shit. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, damn. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's history we trying to make out here. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, shit ain't really been done. and But at the same time, if you don't do nothing and you just conform to it, that's how they've gotten away with so much shit up till now. Because mm-hmm. we just accept things, certain things. Oh, okay, they give us a handout here. Oh, are people eating here? You know, okay, it's cool over here. Be happy. They're getting their check over here. And the yeah. next thing you know, we're under this whole economic system you know what I'm saying and yeah. structure where we ain't even be able to be free you right. know what I mean like we don't have no freedom of, of self or the way of thought or no business no independent business you know mm-hmm. what I mean like we all under something like right and that's and then so it's the same thing with this police shit right you know what I mean like you keep oh we're never gonna come on we're never gonna do nothing we're never gonna charge them they're never gonna get in trouble you right, know what I'm saying right. like and it gets farther away from reality cause you start thinking about like farther away from humanity yeah you know what I mean like damn dude not even the ones that are armed or whatever. It's just like people People when it's even well known, when facts come out later, like, yes, dude was a scholar. This guy mm-hmm. was a, you know what I'm saying? He did this much. He was, You killed the wrong motherfucker. It's mm-hmm. obvious. Yeah. They still don't get no penalty, you know, penalized for nothing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's yeah. like even a human act of what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. motherfuckers ain't even considered to be, you know, like a human being, to be treated like a regular person. Right. You just judged off a of straight, you know, using your authority and judged off being a regular, you know what I'm saying, person from the street on your skin color or, you know what I'm saying, being a poor person that has no home at the moment. You know yeah. I mean? Like, this is what we're living under. So yeah. it's, that's what we try to change. Right. Like, so, um... <clears throat> Walking up there, y'all like, uh, how did y'all how did y'all get up there? Did y'all have like y'all had something to? For those that don't know, y'all had something to like put your stuff in or whatever, and y'all went to sleep in each city each night. Yeah, we had an um, we had an RV um, which would be which would drive alongside of us. It would you know mm, while y'all were walking. Yeah, while we were walking, it would stop in front. Like maybe a mile up, okay. Then uh, by the like off the freeway and such. Yeah, because we had uh, we used like Google Maps to map out a, a walkway. Okay. And then, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we used uh, a route where we wouldn't have to walk up a lot of hills because mm. you know walking up hills would take its toll eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, of course, so back to the RV, there was the RV that would drive a mile ahead of us, and we would stop, you know, every couple of hours or so. We would usually, the primary goal 
um, as far as walking to not, you know, wear ourselves out was to not walk during the hottest times of the day. Okay. So we wouldn't walk between like 12 and 2, 12 and 3. And it was hot. And it y'all were hot. there in the midst of the fire, too, when yeah. the fire was happening, too. Did you, yeah, that were was you, crazy. Was it, were y'all, like, close to the fire at any point? Uh, yeah, we were, like, the next next city over. Wow. We were, uh, you could see the smoke. Yeah, we could see the smoke. There was the ashes smoke. falling out of the sky. Like a mushroom wow. cloud. You could see, like, the nuclear mushroom cloud next city over. You know what I'm saying? We wear masks. It was amazing. Wow. We woke up to just ash falling down. Yeah. Ash falling from the sky. Yeah. So it was all over the place. It was in all the cars and to the point where we couldn't even have a conversation because we started coughing. Mm. Wow. Thick air. Yeah, it was we were feeling it down here too, but I'm sure up there it was way crazier. Um <clears throat> So how do you all uh know each other, for those that don't know? And how many people were on the the uh the march? Uh, well, shit. I, I know, I know. East since we were like what seventeen. Uh, About that. Then I met Christian through the hunger strike last year. Mm-hmm. He was one of the people that was uh, supporting the hunger strike. Mm-hmm. So there was what about about ten of us that was walking, and then there was people who was helping us along the way that was walking. Um, we had uh, East sister Sandra and his niece Lala mm. and their family that was uh, cooking food for us and bringing it to us wow. pretty much every night. So That's amazing. we didn't have to worry about you know nourishment. That, mm. was, that was really dope. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically once um, you know back to your original question as far as um, what we were doing in every city. You know, with the RV we also had hotel rooms, mm-hmm. so they set up meals at each hotel that we were staying at. Um, so when we got there, a big smorgasbord, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was lovely, man. It was real family. Made us feel closer to each other, too, mm-hmm. by, the, by the end of it all. That's what's up. Um, and when y'all, when, when y'all got to Sacramento, what happened? Well, well when we got to Sacramento... West Sac first. Yeah. Well, first, we, yeah, we were in West Sacramento for like two days right. first. And then we were just... We actually we did, went to Davis. We went to, we, yeah, we went to. Did you, you meet up with Davis, those folks at all? Library. The library. We went to the library for for a second. Mm-hmm. And then we went to. We went to Sacramento State. We did some outreach over there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we were just mentally preparing ourselves. And then there was an action on the last day at the, uh, at the Capitol, or. Yeah. yeah. We marched like the last two miles because West Sac is not actually Sac. You know, it's just like someone saying, I'm in Frisco right now. Like, right. you'd be in South San Francisco, you know, you'd be by ceremony. Right. Nah, you ain't in Frisco. You feel me? Like, yeah. So people were like, that I knew from Sac were like, nah, you're not really in Sac. That's a yeah. whole other thing. So we were like <laughs> two miles from the Capitol, or not the Capitol, Beseda's office. Yeah. So, you know, it was like. Beseda and that's his name Javier, Javier Beseda is the attorney general of California and he was supposed to meet y'all there it's supposed to supposed to he mm-hmm. knew we were coming you know what I'm saying it's kind of like we were supposed to make an appointment which is the whole reason why he wasn't there supposedly mm. 
He was receiving awards around town about being humanitarian, being a oh, man, being a man of social justice. And he knew y'all were coming too. Oh no, it was, it was apparent. We made, it was on the news. Yeah, we hit all the social media outlets and you know found him. And it was like a lot of tweets, a lot of retweets. So it's like. A lot of shit, that, you know, like a lot of tweets that he you usually doesn't get. He was yeah. getting a lot of heat, so he had to see it. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, and he just basically we marched there, and then the rally was more or less uh, organized by DSA of Sacramento, the Democratic Socialist Association, or okay. Democratic Socialists of America. Okay, um, and they're like a bunch of young, kind of like socialist radicals in a sense right um and they got at us about organizing it so they were i was like we were like hey man that's that's cool because we our minds were just so you know exhausted and just we didn't really have the capacity to organize a real rally especially right. in the place we're not from right so they were like okay well, well we helped this out and black lives matter of sacramento actually reached out to mm -hmm. young homie larry and um ike got in contact with him and then you know they they are were already in conjunction with um, DSA, so it ended up working out. We arrived there. Were, we arrived early, earlier than expected. It was like you know a couple people there. The Black Lives Matter were there, and it just ended up saying like we were talking about it earlier. It was like maybe forty people there, mm -hmm. you know. But it, but everyone there was with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone was chanting. Everyone was like you felt the energy there. Um, and it was it was it was it was great, you know. It was like honestly, at the end of that, at that moment, I felt a lot better than I expected. I was, you know what I mean? Like right. I thought I was gonna be like, oh, he's not gonna be there. I'm gonna be heated. It's yeah. gonna be, you know what I mean? Like, but it, it, honestly, we kind of like I think we all kind of felt that feeling. Like, man, we did that together, and we're here now, you know? Yeah. Like, and uh, you know, yelling at the pigs, and you yeah. know, they knew was there we a lot of for. police there? No, yeah. not even. Yeah. No. Three policemen, four or five policemen. Yeah, it's, damn. The policemen that were there were the ones that followed us from the uh, some event that was going on at the state capitol. Oh, really? They wouldn't let us walk through the park. Oh my god! Yeah. They followed you. Yeah, they almost ran me over with some horses. Really? Yeah. Damn. What happened? Because uh, we were walking. Uh, so in the process of walking from the ho <laughs> hotel right. to Bassetta's office. Um, we had to come. We had to go by the state capitol, basically. Right. Um, and at that time, um, there was an event there, and then there was a, like a, there was a canopy um, set up with CHP, and then like some other, other yeah organizations mm -hmm. that was right there. So they had CHP officers on on horses and whatnot. Wow. Um, so yeah, they cut us off and said we couldn't walk through there um because you know we were we were chanting at the oh, time. okay so <laughs> we you have to have a permit but you know but we okay we should still be able to walk okay? yeah even once we stopped chanting we're no longer chanting now we're we're regular citizens yeah we should still be we allowed still to walk, walk through, through. The grass, yeah. yeah so they were being complete dicks and assholes and then like so everybody else left the park but me because you know I, I'm the I'm the silent rebel right of a other group definitely so, yeah um 
in the process um there's like a little walkway to get back onto the sidewalk but i was going to keep walking further because there was another exit part you know about another you know 50 yards away right um so the guy um there was about three horses there's like three people on horses mm-hmm. and then uh i heard one of the guys get on his radio and was like you know should i cut him off oh shit and uh and I, I didn't even hear whatever response was given, but right. basically, yeah, he cut me off with the horse. Damn. And forced me to take the shorter route towards the uh, sidewalk. Wow. <clears throat> Damn. So he was just, like, bombarded. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Did they follow you to the Capitol for the march? That's who followed you? Yeah, well... Um, they followed us all the way to like there's a um, it's kind of like a half block and then there's like an intersection in the middle of the street mm-hmm. um, so then they followed us to that point and then some officers on on bicycles followed us for about another block mm-hmm. and then a patrol car <laughs> took over it was like tag team basically first to start off as the horses and then it went into the bicycles and then the bicycles turned into a patrol car damn just escalating yeah um and that's what the whole trip that's what the whole experience felt like it felt like cops were communicating among each other county to county yeah every they they definitely all knew that we were what we were doing definitely we were yeah at one point they were at every stop yeah <laughs> by the like hotel before we were there yeah like every mile like oh okay did you? Yeah, they were at every hotel too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, the first uh, exactly. few, especially Fairfield, that shit was so hot. Fairfield, you mean at Walmart? Yeah, in that part, the car that was, was in the parking lot. Yeah. That was the Walmart, or nah? Oh, oh. But we, well, yeah. The Walmart was like five miles down. Oh, okay. So we were like, this is where the towns. When the towns <laughs> were like smoky as hell, we had mad. It was right. bad. Yeah. We, we would just do outreach in the towns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, because we couldn't really just maneuver like that. Yeah, exactly. But it was there. It was like at that hotel in Fairfield, police were in and out of there. I mean, I think it was a hot hotel anyway. Yeah. But, you know, we had our, everywhere we went, it was like a, a scene. In a yeah. Sense, we'd have our RV and then we'd have tables out. And food, right, right. And they're smoking, chilling. You know, it was like old 70 year olds to fucking 11 year olds. 11 year olds, yeah. With the jail killer cop hats. Yeah, we all had city shirts. Just like we Standing were out tough, yeah. We went, you know what I mean? So it was like. Apparent. And, and we got homies on automatic live stream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking to the Carl Jr. Uh, cash register, cashier with it, like. <laughs> Did y'all come across a lot of like racist people like causing problems or Oh yeah. Oh god. Come on man, we went to the North Bay. Yeah. That's why I was asking cuz I know some of these towns are like kind of like that up going once you go up there. Did any- I mean, but it wasn't to be honest with you, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Right, right, right. It wasn't as bad as I expected even though people were kind of giving us warnings. Um in uh, Dixon and what uh, Dixon and Vacaville, people try to warn us about Dixon and Vacaville, right? Uh, which is where we pretty much got some of the most, some of the most, because that's where heavy like, harassment. I think it was like two separate cars, 
two separate cars on two separate instances tried one actually succeeded in blowing exhaust on us the other one they tried then uh i know there was one point i think i think it was fairfield though um where we were we were on a corner and we were talking i was talking with someone and we Mm. were oh we were chanting and some dude on a motorcycle had pulled up and I, I tried to give him a flyer he didn't want a flyer mm-hmm. so then um as we started chanting he kept revving his uh his motorcycle over our chance <laughs> damn and then you try to that was who you're trying to pass a flyer to yeah yeah mike told me someone like ripped a flyer in his face and yeah, some, some shit like handy, that some like, disabled veteran right damn for real yeah that's crazy man i'm sorry that- as soon as we crossed the bridge that's well, i don't know if he was a veteran but he was disabled let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to make veterans look back <laughs> you better because i know there's some that are actually you know for everything that we're doing right so, Definitely. You know. <laughs> chris what were you saying yes yeah, it, it was racist shit every single day yeah every single day as soon as we crossed the golden gate bridge what happened in sausalito there was like well, there's just this weird vibe all the restaurants that were all the classy you know, bougie restaurants are still open and we're walking on the sidewalk trying to get through the city get to our destination and right and just people looking at us weird I think there was a little scenery I don't, I don't remember right you get a harsh vibe detail by detail but there was a do you remember what happened with the what did the lady say to everybody while we were walking past in Sausalito you're talking about this was in Sausalito yeah. in Sausalito what no, did she, I don't... she said hands up don't shoot oh, me. Oh, see, I was in there it when was that like, happened. They were, like, mocking us. Yeah. It was, it was weird. There's shit like that. There's people telling us, get a job, jerks. 60-year-old white ladies. I was you're just like, you look like... You're in the wrong city. You're in the wrong city. Giving us a smirk, like, you're in the wrong city. Like, what? Yeah, this one lady, she was really, like, adamant about us being in the wrong city. Like, like this is police even- brutality is like taboo in that city or something like you're in the wrong city to be protesting that like damn in Sausalito well that wasn't Fairfield that was Fairfield there. damn that's fucked up um I was gonna ask cause I think we got Larry and uh is on, down the block. Rich here so I was gonna <clears throat> um put it put the music on for a few minutes before we bring it back on but before we do that I was gonna say what do you um what do y'all think was like the the best accomplishment out of out of like the the march having completed it? The Each best one of you. Accomplishment. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, we reached a lot of people that. W- we wouldn't have been able to reach otherwise, because of course we could have. We could have gone a different route and gone through the East Bay mm-hmm. to get to Sacramento. Right. And that would have been more logical because we would have definitely run across more black and brown communities mm-hmm. had we gone the East Bay route. But, you know, of course, going the East Bay route means we would have had to take a ferry because we can't go across the mm. Bay Bridge. and. Mm. That kind of defeated the purpose of, of walking. walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I think just having so many, so many people just say thank you to us, right. 
because they just hadn't seen anything like this before in, in their mm-hmm. region of the Bay Area, you know. So, um, I mean, there's there's just so many victories in this. I mean, no doubt. Um, it, us growing closer to each other, mm-hmm. those of us that walked, those that were with us and supported as we walked, mm-hmm. um, just seeing people come out and visit us um, from the community. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just even, you know, the end at Sacramento, you know, mm-hmm. like Equipto said earlier, even though there was only 40 people, it seemed like there was much more than 40 people because everybody there was about that purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like, you know, the few stragglers just wandering around doing nothing. Like, everybody was chanting, you know what I'm saying? Like, no everybody, doubt. you know, everybody wanted to speak or people that was speaking, everybody was attentive. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like side conversations while someone was talking. Like, yeah, you no know, doubt. everybody, it was like family, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there was just so many victories in this. That's what's up. Chris, what about you? Yeah, man, he, he he hit the nail on that. It's just that uh that interaction with people, you know, getting hugs from grandmas that have been that have been going through it. A lot of thank yous from them. Just having just eye to eye interaction with different families. Outside, it's one thing just talking to black and brown folks in the Bay Area, right? City, SF, mm-hmm. Oakland. Richmond, mm-hmm. and then just getting out of the city and going further to Sac. Me, I'm a city. I don't, I don't go to Sac. I don't have no businesses in these towns. Mm-hmm. But just just going over there and talking to other folks and just just having that interaction, it, it feels like you know what our presence. We made an impact. Our presence was felt, and and they know that somebody out there is fighting, and maybe that could spark a change in, in somebody else in that town that we passed by. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So that to me is an accomplishment for our presence to be felt, and for uh, for hopefully you know that that can create a movement mm-hmm. and, and inspire somebody to speak up. Definitely, that's what's up. Rich just walked in. Rich Ayala, what's up, bro? You want to go into the mic real quick? Yo, yo, what up? How you doing, bro? Yo, I'm good. Just came in kind of late. No doubt, it's all good. Um, I was gonna. <coughs> So you also you went on the march too. What's your what's your what's your name, boss? Over here, Miguel. Miguel, what's up, Miguel? How you doing? This is old soul radio. Um, so Rich, you went on the on the march as well, right? Yeah, I was on the. Uh, we went from eight fifty. I came up like I just missed the um the camper, so I carried like most of the of the stuff that I had. Mhm. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did that. <laughs> we were on the march for justice. Yeah, no doubt. That's for sure. What do you think was like some like either memorable points of the march for you or uh, like big accomplishments from from the march after <laughs> it happening? Um, I don't know. I think I think I I wanted to really focus on like the young. Um, young privileged folk that are like yelling shit out the window. Are we we're cussing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. You can let it rip here. Yeah. Folk that are yelling shit out the window. Yeah. But, but I know they play hip hop. Right. That's I, I was out the window of their car. You mean yeah, at yeah, y'all? No, no, yeah. They were yelling disrespectful things uh, to Damn. march for justice. That's fucked and up. And they for sure play hip hop. Yeah. You know? And they're going to. And they had Rolling Loud tickets. 
and like I knew I it's it's just like it's really divisive when you have just coming from like an entertainer's you know point of view yeah this fan base that's just you know they can live in that duality super like, fake like yeah exactly I'm a real life racist and I'm I'm so like there was this one dude in particular I don't know what was it Sausalito, I don't know. We were on the move. We must it must have been like Sausalito transition day, mm. and young dude with his friends, and I think he yelled out some shit like uh, he deserved it, something like that. Whoa, they do crime or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah if, if they, they do it, yeah. Whoa, was, that's those moments stuck out because they're they're like young guys, like they're just gonna keep they're gonna keep living in this area mm-hmm. with this mentality or whatever rap out the window but yeah but they but we can wow. hear the bass like right. we drop like we're you know we're rappers like we know we can hear bass right. from a mile away like who is that who is that playing like, rap yeah we heard it bullshit. pretty much all the way to sack you're gonna hear because we're just standing next to traffic like all day mm. so we hear like 808s like what is that i know that shit is hip-hop mm-hmm. and yeah that's just that was just that was a trip for me in particular because i know that shit does not fly yeah you know as far exactly. as like what everything represents like there was the resistance that we represented i expected more people also like back home to kind of like lean in mm-hmm. um and this is all hip-hop this is all just me like yeah to, like challenge the culture no doubt um yeah i don't know man <laughs> this is crazy stuff yeah victories like christian said for sure, just like seeing people face to face, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Like smacking hands with somebody who like they live, they actually live in the movie Get Out, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we came to their town. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we really slid through some towns. We really Whoa. slid through. Like you're here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. People shocked. Like shocked that we were doing this. Like we were. Like we read their mind. Yeah. That was crazy. Like those moments. Like you. Like yeah, you. Yeah. Like we like. We met black and brown people. That, those moments were really a trip because they knew, like, we came for them. Mm-hmm. And then they all had, like, different stories. Did so people know y'all were coming or did they, like, more run into y'all? Both. I don't Both. know. It was surprising. Like, after a while, there were some people that just, we wouldn't even have the flag out or anything. Like, mm-hmm. we'd just be, like, standing on a corner. Right. And people would be honking. I knew at some point somebody seen something. Mm. Radies, they seen something. There were different publications out. I, I don't, it was hard to tell for me, like, inside of the march yeah no doubt that was a trip yeah <laughs> like i'm still now just like coming out of it and looking at all the footage and everything that we did but from the inside we didn't really have i don't know it didn't have much perspective on like what was going on mm-hmm. it was all a trip like getting that news um getting that news about jessica williams that was a bit it was a trip yeah it's like we're getting news we're like we're here we're doing this that was now. like day eight or something yeah. right yeah wow <laughs> at that at that juncture we're like so devoted to what we're doing it's like yeah we're not, we're not stopping at all but definitely yeah. any news can come in and the news came in like the all the stuff about the fire mm. and we really like we sat i remember those meetings and we sat around and really like felt you know we're from the bay like we're from northern california <laughs> yeah we felt hella ways and we chose we made decisions like on the spot to choose to continue every step of the way was no like doubt. a group decision yeah that was really that's really what's many about the whole thing is we all we all voted that's beautiful <laughs> we kept we took steps together yeah like mom and christina made sure it was disciplined that's great that's crazy <laughs> yeah. all different ages right definitely yeah it was crazy I mean, yeah. yeah but everybody was like i mean it was focused like you check that shit at the door yeah anything that you pretty much any any Anything that had to do with self, like too, right. too much, mm-hmm. anything that was like too much about self, and you know, you got you got the homie Ike going through shit, 
Mm-hmm. People were going through real physical things. Right. And they still, to a point, checked like that at the door when we started the mar- different mornings, meetings. So it was it was like amazing. Right. Like, the homie Vic. <laughs> like cats just like. Yeah, his feet are made. Yeah. Like, just like made it through, like shook it off. To a moment, we were asking each other if we're okay towards like the end of the march like you okay bro? how you doing everybody's yeah. fine right. yeah <laughs> towards the end of it everybody's like yeah i'm cool driven yeah, yeah. It's like we caught a second win and really i don't know what happened after like it's like day six or some shit or mm-hmm. some, some something happened how many days was it four was it it's a 14 day 14. campaign <sighs> the last day wasn't the, we started the on day. the six got there on the 19th well technically we got there what on the 16th Mm-hmm. We stayed a couple of days in SAC, SAC area to do outreach and, you know what I mean, build with the organizers. Which, yeah, every day, like, the outreach days could have been just, if not more, interesting than the March days. Because mm. we used it. We never sat on our ass. We used it all as a responsibility. Like, let's think creatively, you know, yeah. what we can do to reach this untapped community. Yeah. <laughs> so every morning it was like a load. Like I can t- like nonprofits and shit would be sitting at that at a, at a table like still at the drawing board like how do we reach these people we yeah. don't know you know in some of these areas and we just went out and did it mm-hmm. like you reach the people it was the easiest way like let's go talk to them and we literally learned on the spot I had people tell me like in 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 Fairfield that like they got there were I had to talk to this ex marine and he got mm. tactical training from the force in Fairfield mm-hmm. and he was like I'm, I'm gonna be and he felt he's, he's kept saying like I feel both ways mm-hmm. like I feel you know I feel this way about it that way but mm-hmm. one thing he did agree with he said that the um, the tactical training was targeted towards certain areas in Fairfield mm. and black people specifically wow like, within the training people. yeah and I'm, I'm talking to this ex-marine and he's just like most of all he's just like it doesn't his issue was it didn't reflect the country that he he was protecting. Now mm. he like is guy. He like worked at Cragen. He like came from from across the street. Wow. Very very like honest dude. And How old was he? He was older. You said. Nah, nah. He was in his twenties. Oh dude. wow. He was in like maybe like his late twenties. And like that conversation, we we were we got to the point where even all of us we got into conversations with people that we couldn't even be like, the group had to, to be like, come on, like let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we all got into real dialogue with people, when I'm like, man, this this like young father you know white dude kids marine mm-hmm. is telling me right now honestly yeah that this area told him to target black people right like that's that's <laughs> fucking like crazy that. yeah and then it's like yeah it was like sleep on it and then wake up and then march again wow and we're, but we're taking in that kind of like yeah it's like, and then go to another place where you find some other crazy shit out. yeah yeah i think fairfield popped out the most bro yeah the walmart <laughs> the walmart and then um, where was it? Vacaville had Brown Street, right? It was Vacaville. Brown Street. Brown Street. Brown Street. Yeah, Brown Street. yeah. Street. my boy met us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vacaville was dope because we had like we had a real dope host, but it was a it was odd because the area was like very like quiet. What'd you call? It? What was that movie? Get out, no, no, Pleasant Because <laughs> it was like, it was just, I don't know, it was like we walked in a small town. We, I, don't, I don't even think we used like the blowhorn that much in that town. Yeah. Because it was about efficacy and it was just so quiet. I don't know. Yeah. And they had a street called Brown Street. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we tried to like ask around and find out where people actually um, were. Like, where could we find uh, the, our community, and that's what they said. That's where they were. Mm. They really weren't there, though. 
there was no one there street like, it was like <laughs> mad, it was mad oppression like that that was the block that they um they peeled out and left smoke they left like diesel smoke on the whole on like our whole crowd we were on the corner like we had our flag we're holding space whatever on the corner and this guy came up with a big pickup truck and just like mashed out and left smoke out on everybody that's where the smoke happened yeah we're standing there on brown so this was supposed to be the area whatever that people can be but we found out very quickly that there's like there's no space yeah i talked like i i personally talked to like three people in vacaville and they were just like good luck trying to find us all in one area right they they did a good job in that city apparently like dividing like yeah yeah keeping people around for them and a lot of people of color didn't want to talk to us damn for real it's kind of like one of those like, why do you think that <laughs> like what do you why did that you think i think it's a small i think we went through small towns mm-hmm. and people know each other mm. like we weren't really we didn't care mm-hmm. we were making a ruckus and right sometimes if we were i don't know i don't i can't put myself in their shoes if it was a good idea to talk to us or not I right to, right know, some some people got like you know leaflets on the low mm-hmm. tried to be chill about it mm-hmm. this one homegirl from like walmart she wanted she wanted a leaflet but she didn't want her co-workers to know mm. like they didn't like us in, in fairfield that walmart it was like a stand wow <laughs> it's crazy these places so close but yeah, like, like people wanted the information it, so it's like an environment where you literally just have one person who really wants you there and then like the car behind them really does not want you there mm-hmm. and, and like you know just keep walking and like the flow of that was a trip yeah uh, wow just like the complacent behavior in a town or just yeah. everybody doing their own thing alright well, shit well this is old soul radio we got everybody in here um any- Larry, Larry said he's gonna be here in a minute alright we'll cool it out, you know. yeah we'll be right back I don't know what's playing right now but I'm gonna play it and then when we come back Larry will be here awesome Get paid from the 90s Like to play your little rascal While Mike Stein Me get your flavor 
and post high? Oh no, just cause you had low, see now I got dough and I'm paid out my rectum, meaning my backbone. Grab the mic, flip a match grip to your dome. Suckers, I kick them like Taekwondo. Yes, hello from head to toe, the lecture. Players 
keep playing, the hustle goes on. Paper flows blown, my grip so strong, I cannot let go. A ghetto activities, robberies and mommy deep. Big Caddy 93s, now what you telling me? Envy, has you planning on spilling me? What's a close comrade, blue bomb sacks together? Now what's Mortal Kombat, you're down for whatever? Switching out of jealousy, smiling but backstabbing. Mac assassinating over the skills I be having. Conversating with these hood rats, should stack your paper, salt shaker. Won't the brawl take up? Wanna be gangster? Gossiping, following crowds, breaking rules, way foul. It ain't my style to be dealing with trust. Only deal with the real squeal, put the real raps on a real phone. I refuse to lose, I pay dues in the game, and won't nothing change. I refuse to lose, I pay dues in the game, and won't nothing change. I refuse to lose, I pay dues in the game, and won't nothing change. I refuse to lose, I pay dues in the game, and won't nothing change. Let V live pull the Ray fall. Okay. Okay. 
scars is the proof. I sold raw on the stoop. Nines BT awards in the suit. Crackers of God sitting underneath the stars in the roof. But I'm still thanking God for all that he do. Got shot. Bells palsy, so my jaw wouldn't move. Now I can outwrap your whole squad of your group. Or whatever you wanna call it, y'all garbage is true. I'm the nigga when it come to this, I thought that you knew. It don't matter, old nigga or artist that's new. He ain't a target, but I promise I will slaughter him too. I had a lot of dreams, and I was like, all of them true. Designer shit in my closet, baby, all of it's new. Half a block on the table, she put her nose in it. She popped the chopper, I showed the bitch how to hold the shit. Fire out the nozzle, smoke a sour, sipping PJ out the bottle. Blow a nigga face off. I never hesitate to let it spray off. My bitch sniffing straight raw, sniffing eight till her face fall. I tell her to clean her plate off. You new niggas, I hate y'all. You fuck niggas still working with an eight ball. I had your corner taped off. Left V live, pulled the way fall. Hey yo, man. Fuck niggas, see what it is, nigga. Bum ass niggas standing there watching. <laughs> See what I meant? See the bitch I'm with, nigga. To impress America Game carriers, styles various Quinsand come and can That is hilarious Beyond all barriers Worldwide Lyrics terrified Leaving my electrified Let the people decide After I'm inside The unoccupied brain Ain't no game like Bilmo game I get low for my flow My dough No ho Flow at your show for promo Off endo Since a million will kill you I feel your vibration Shake it by my delivery Into the industry Paper is dividable Grab it if you're capable My lyrics are recitable Battles are ignitable Glimmering Shimmering Cause I'm gold You whimpering While listening to my flows West Coast representing Different field mode CD player central Give me instrumental And utensil And I lace this Dedicated to the following places East Coast, Southwest Midwest and Deep South Put the line six New name in your mouth In your mouth Turning out Sipping on Grand Alize and Hen None of these wannabes Wanna seize the queen and I do it all again None of these wannabes wanna seize the queen Tonight we came to turn the function outside in Don't be surprised when your baby boo rides with queen 
nigga. Rise with queen. Jump into the bucket, make it feel like a bean. Tonight I came to turn your function outside in. Don't be surprised when your baby boo rise with queen. Only gang to be hot and nuts to get jocked. Not stop pop. Ain't Mitchell Prop shocking blocks at the Players Club. Baby boos and rival crews. Giving the mic tonight, not get loose on all of you. Offer to say the mom with Jeep around ain't hard to find. Keep it real, cause I'm inclined to do so. It's a loophole. In my division, I'm divine. Serving lugs in every line. In it for the benefit of my people. Wanna be in Get no benefits When I spit it Inconsiderate The generous They seated After heated speeches Defeated after our releases All the pressure From my men Sucking in those stems The roaches Ferocious when you approach it Focus on facing me Lace tightly Tighter than my Nikes Serving this Merciless tongue Come to the laboratory Get done Claiming number one Real player Annihilator of the perpetrator And player I hate the whole garrison No comparison Meaning armies Can't harm me Armed heavily With hella G's LP that is Statius, mag, bitch, nothing more, nothing less Always at this with California bomb in my nest All in you is I continue to shock the party Like 40 water, all out my body Not a hobby, but a job to come out musically Smashing you vocally, lower me, lower me Spot the molecules, caught in demolished fools While it's so rusty, then I had to dust him San Francisco loves me, this is my motherfucking house Please don't hate, it ain't all what you heard about We turned it out, made you shop for the low In the house now you motherfuckers know Now you motherfuckers know When we in the house you can't fuck with the love Tonight I came to turn your function outside in Don't be surprised when your baby boo rides with queen Now you motherfuckers know When we in the house you can't fuck with the love Tonight I came to turn your function outside in Don't be surprised when your baby boo rides with queen Filled up the hole like 
spackle or I mean putty When we over joints like this, we never cruddy Extra P hook the beat, and kids it feels lovely Check it out, cause my conception is immaculate A bachelor, looking for a bachelorette Back to you MCs, this is what you're gonna get A first degree burn from my man Ken's cigarette I hope you like Marlboro, boy you know we thorough like Denver The beat feels like a never ender But all things good must, so I won't sweat it Drop the seeds for the youthful crew, I hope you get it as I stand with this mic inside my hand Boy, I smack you up like I was your old friend So respect yourself, son, and come and give me love Once again, the app is who you think of So chill with the beef money, we gotta jet it It's extra PAO tip, I'm about to set it on the country Once again, here to win, I'm uptown chilling Taking in this Grandmaster Vic blend From the projects, the PJs, fuck them two DJs Self-mission, I had her in the ill position Seeing large, soul brother that I like to F with Yeah, yeah, now check the method as I proceed with what you need like Akaneli. A whip looks complete when the tires say Pavelli Funk Monkey. One rapper fell off, now he's a junkie. There's eight million stories in the city, it's a pity. Don't fuck with the skins if she's trying to act shitty. Big shout to the guru, Primo and Zulu. Lulu Nation was on a vacation in the ghetto. Yo, ride slow, yo, all I'm about to bag this here schmetal. Rapper Nas on top it, seems we gonna rock it. Queens represent by the album when I drop it. Drop it. No chicks, no chicks, baby. Yeah. No chicks, no hey, chicks. Yo, check it out, y'all. Fly It's only like 5% out of 100. Do it to you, baby. Through the lights, cameras, and action, glamour, glitters, and gold. I unfold the scroll, plant seeds, the stampede, the glow when I'm deceased. But then the beast arrives like yeast to conquer peace, leaving savages to roam in the streets, live on the run. Police paying me to give him my gun. Trick my wisdom with the system that imprison my son. Smoke a gold leaf, a whole heat, nonchalantly. I'm raunchy, but things I do is real, it never haunts me. Wow, funny style, niggas rolling a pal. Booster heads profile on a bus to Rikers out. Pulling weed inside they pussy with they minds on the pretty things in life Props is a true thug's wife, it's like a cycle Niggas come home, some will go in Through a bullet, come back, do the same shit again From the womb to the tomb, presume the unpredictable Guns salute life rapidly, that's the ritual Perhaps bullets bust, niggas discuss mad money True lies and white guys, we can see you through the eyes Catch the most on tape, kilos disintegrate Pirate spots, we break fiends licking plates In the building, niggas building Like little children staring, the most The niggas ain't caring Sirens circling Fiends are lurking in your baggage Oh, one's going now What? Smack him in his cabbage In the woodwork Crack sales Bubble like woodworks In the projects Richest niggas rocking All the real work Police questioning Rooftop cats investing in Trading in their Lexuses GS is sending messages Two and two Makes four crystals Crazily poor Gun wars My crew feel them like swords With the green levers Hundred pound snakes and cakes Fiends found the lakes Jealousy jakes We shake What I strive for Is what I live for Infatuated by my Thing. And it's wildlife for warlife Somewhere over the rainbow I see a big pot of gold Future stacks so I hold Thousands of cracks Bag up inside the shoebox Don't keep jack in my lap Don't wanna see Tupac Got two spots of new lock Fluttering rocks Shootouts making me hot Cooking cops Bad Tony in a ball drop In and there I'm banging niggas for slot time Hurry up dude Come next show line And what the fuck is you looking at? By the way young blood Hit me off with that green bay hat Watch the back inside the hall New niggas slide through, 
like doors, yo, you're staring in the mess or your adrenaline runs. Cigarette niggas be swindling, new jack surrendering, come home not remembering. Made bail with different size kicks on, a white dress shirt, looking gay in the yard, and you got her flashbacks for the day room. Mop ring and staff. Good evening. Media. <laughs> Don't be talking right now, buddy. <laughs> yo, yo. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Old Soul Radio. This is uh, Sam, and I'm here with everyone. Uh, Larry just walked into the building. Larry Dorsey. Hey, Larry. You want to say hi? Yeah, I'll just like to say all blessings go to my parents, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Who gave me the game and the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Much love to Equipto for always putting me on. Much love to all the black and brown people. Look at Ike. No Ike doubt. looks like my dad. That's why I got to give love to my parents because Ike looks like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Mike so much. Oh my God, <laughs> Mike Evans. But dude, let me, Blood. This dude, first of all, we totally forgot. Freestyled the whole the whole march. march. I did. <laughs> you I did. Freestyled the whole march. Really? Did he not, Blood? What do you mean the whole march? Like every day or the whole time? The time like, we were, like we even like we would even chill and have our lunch and chill. And we wouldn't be rapping. You know, that would be the break or whatever. But he still rapped in. Right. Every now and then, but during the march, you know how it is. Did y'all all rap with him? Every now and Rich did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Me and Ike threw in some splashes here and there. Christian threw in a punchline. We all pretty much had to. It's a lyricist's honor since he right. was doing it. Yeah. Everybody helped him eventually. Larry's like good at that. Larry's the, yeah. Yeah. Larry does that. Larry knows how to drag you in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll say a word and like, he'll provoke he'll look you. At you like, like, you know what to rhyme with that. <laughs> 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 like, you better say it. <laughs> 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 he do that to you, bud. Like, if he make you come, and then you like, all right, all right let me say something. All right. Hours of rap. Hours, bro. Like, yeah. Just, you know, when you sit in the car with somebody and they. Just going at it, just on some shit. I freestyled the whole way, and I told myself the nigga gonna juggle. <laughs> Juggler was going to juggle, juggle with, yeah. So to be the Guinness Guinness book. I'm going to freestyle the entire way. You did you freestyle with him juggling ever? Yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> we did. In unison, yeah. And there'd be That's times it. where no, everybody forget about me and the juggler, and I'd be freestyling <laughs> to myself, and that nigga would still be juggling. <laughs> That's dope. It was funny, Do you feel like that kept you going, you think? No, the the freestyle. I hated the juggler, man. (laughs) When you seen him at the end, though, you was yeah. I was at the end, though. I I had much respect for him. At the end, that's what the march do for you. You were at the end. I I had love for him at the end because he showed up again. Yeah, it was just like it was like a movie. Like it was was so funny. It's like you walked into a bar and there was like a big fight and some guy grabs you. And says I don't want you to get hurt. Hey. You know what I'm Look who walks in. Boy, this Mike nigga's Evans. hair though, man. Stop it, bro. This nigga's hair look like an unfinished garden. My cousin, hey, but what I was gonna say is, what I was gonna say is, it's Larry. Larry was clowning on on little Mikey. Yeah, I was clowning on little Mikey, roasting him. Oh my God, free. Not you, yeah, Mike Evans. That's Mike. We had to clear that up during the Marsu. Little Mikey and Mike Evans. Yeah, but oh man. And he was just freestyle. He was, he was trying to, in, in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. antagonize him and shit. 
You, yeah. you get him in there, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. make him freestyle and stuff. Mike was just too young, like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I wrote a joke, though. I want, I want to hear if you guys think it's funny. Yeah. So we went on a 100-mile march for justice. Right. And Give a homeless a... guy decided to join us. Uh-huh. I guess while we were trying to make change, he was actually trying to make some change. <laughs> No, funny. Okay. Yeah, and he juggled. Yeah. On a unicycle. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah, you got any other ones? Uh, about the march? Just any? Yeah. About the march, I wrote another one that was funny as shit. Daryl told us the whole life story on the way back. We are, we are. Oh yeah, Daryl. That nigga told us the whole life story. Daryl. We didn't even know. Yeah. What's his life story? Nah, we can't. We can't tell you Daryl whole life. All right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Seventy years old in March. Hey, you know, hey, the funny thing is, niggas, niggas, niggas stops. Yeah. Niggas stopped so much on the march that motherfuck- some motherfuckers gained weight. I thought we was going to be losing weight for 100 miles. This nigga Christian was eating hella snacks at night. This <laughs> dude <laughs> 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 just coming in. Did the RV had okay. snacks? Oh. <laughs> it's all good. I took a shit up in that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. You we had a, shit in we the had RV. agreement that no one would take a and shit. I accidentally, in the RV? but he fucked his ankle up damn near the yeah, first. I could barely walk. That's what it was. Shit? I could barely walk. It was three a.m. I woke up and I was like, "God damn, I gotta take a shit." Yeah. And I looked around. I got up. I tried to move. I could not move. Yeah. Marco's ass was snoring like a motherfucking uh, forbidden goat or some yeah. shit. That unknown creature. He was. He was. <laughs> he was snoring loud. And he had a snore, and what I I tried I decided that I couldn't move past his snore, his the sound waves. I couldn't walk to a bathroom, so I took a shit, and I didn't know how to flush it. So I waited till the morning. I advised the superiors. That's what they tell you to do at work. I told the manager. That's what they tell you to do at work. I told everybody. I said I don't know how to flush. Well, you text me like I took a shit on the RV. Or I'm about <laughs> It was one of those that I was like fuck <laughs> That's what he said Yeah It was early I, in the I morning told, I told people it was right? first I told Marcos the morning. They were supposed to Fucking undo Do the thing Where they flush it uh-huh. Before they took off There was nothing to undo All you had to do Was step on the lever You fucking nothing <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to do It was so elementary That's your dad You knucklehead That is my dad That is my dad That's what my dad said Every morning When I slept in the same room As Ike I'd go Good morning dad And, I, and he'd be like Get the fuck away from me morning <laughs> Oh my God. And just like my dad, he actually cleaned up my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I threw him some. I threw him some tree. What else I give you? I gave you some more shit, right? So what did he tree? give you? I gave you like fucking two bowls full of fucking marijuana. Blair. That was a nice little container. I'm keeping that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a rough one. Well, we still ain't even. Don't even, man. You can't have you paying. I, can't I got you. I'm forever, forever in debt. There's a lot of people that could, like, Millie, you know, got sick through the 
all the the air throughout here. Millie was yeah, Millie was did Millie was here. He visited at one time, but you know he stopped he was part for of one the, <laughs> yeah. philosophical night because yeah, it was it was it was tough too. Because but he was you know obviously part of the you know. Uh, Hunger strike. The planning. South, the planning and all that. And then right. there was Marcos, who was part of the RV, my nephew, Javante. So oh, Marcos ended up being, <laughs> him and Ike ended up being the ones cleaning all the shit. And Daryl. No, it was just me. Wait, why? It was just me. Wait, no, why? It was just me. <laughs> no one else Why do you do think it? I'm so hot about it? It was <laughs> Just the two of us. No, <laughs> no just the poo of us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Just <laughs> this dude see he think you can make jokes about it. <laughs> Don't let me come to one of your little fucking routines and you start no no. He's gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna straight bust you out. It wasn't normal shit. What do you mean? Talking to the mic about this. It was diary cons- consistency. Diary consistent? Diarrhea? Diarrhea. <laughs> it was a diary too. It was consistently it was a diary. I ate di- I ate dairy, wrote in my diary, and took a diarrhea. <laughs> I just tried to do some wordplay. What do you think about that? That was good. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Like your shit. <laughs> I needed fiber. I opened on that the. I opened, I opened the. Hey Mike. And it was just like. Hey Mike. Top. So someone got punched in the face. What? I. <laughs> oh, was that your excuse to leave, nigga? Because I was like, someone got punched in their face. Oh, I should have probably said that. What's up, y'all? Mike, how was uh, Mike? What do you uh, what was um, what what is something? What what it? What is something that uh, that you want people to remember? Being someone who went on the march, what is something that you want people to remember that went on the march? First, besides that hairline. I know. Um, he lucky he made it back. I just want people to remember that uh, wind up in the woods. They're all like, you know, that they could do it too. That's yeah. It. Like if, if anything, this represented represents uh, people with just I don't know that uh, you know want the world to be a better place. And I feel like a lot of us want the world to be a better place, but only a number of us are willing to actually you know execution actions and so uh something i want people to remember is that like you know i grew up in san francisco in a neighborhood and a family probably just like yours and you can do the same shit that we do and mm-hmm. i hope you do because we need more people to do this shit uh yeah <laughs> yeah and my hairline uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Because I'm a comedian. If I was like, if I was like <laughs> anybody, like if I just met Larry on the march, I'd probably be like, who's this nigga, man? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know, Mikey. At first, he thought I was so serious, so I had to like be like, I'm just fucking with Wait, you. Wait, Mikey like, or Mike? Not you. Oh yeah, Daryl. <laughs> Blood. He was going. The rap battle, blood. The rap battle. Oh, I saw. I just saw part of that. What? How did that come about? And who won? Hey, it's funny though. Everyone stopped rapping, and Daryl can actually rap. Oh, he's good. Actually, yeah. he, he raps like Rudy Ray Moore. 
Decent bars, like on time. Yeah, freestyling. Yeah. Freestyling. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, he could do it now. He could do it at the drop. Yeah, if if he was here, he'd be trying to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> like, look here, young man. But he would have, he would always triangulate the rock. And Larry would say, she, she, <laughs> say, she, like, you're about to die and go to heaven. And <laughs> Damn, uh, like, <laughs> you had so much surgery on that one knee. And what is that? The coldest shit ever, blood. Oh <laughs> on the ride back, he checked me though, because remember. What did he say? <laughs> he checked me. Yeah, he checked me because I was like, I was like, yeah, um, I, uh, I'm gonna drop you off, Rich, after I take this old ass nigga home, right? Or I said something. That's what he said. I said something like that. I was on rhythm though, like j- just cracking hella jokes in a row, and I said that, and I went like this, thought it was all cool. And he said, "Boy, you got some nerve." <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, you 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 gonna wind up missing, man. People gonna be like, where you ain't seen Larry? Where Larry at? I don't know, man. He popped off at the wrong person. Now he buried where Candlestick used to be. It's crazy because my brother talks more shit than me. Really? Oh my gosh, my brother, and he's funnier than me. He's way funnier than me. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, oh shit, like maybe why'd I say that? Every day. What you mean? (laughs) Have I been in that situation? I'm thinking about one right now. Shit, I'll be like, God damn, why'd I have to fucking say that? You know. What hey, I'll tell you one of the worst no, yeah, in my life. What's one of the worst? I was in your dating life? this girl. I was not even in the state. I was dating this girl. Her aunt had uh, her and her ne- her cousin just died of cancer. Whoa. So we, I was smoking weed with her aunt and her, and we uh, we all hit the weed. And for some reason, we just caught like a contagious cough. Like we're all like you know contagious laugh where everybody starts laughing. We had a cough. Contagious cough. Everybody's coughing. Yeah. And I was just all I look up. I was like, damn, it's like we got cancer. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. See? 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 Y'all think I'm playing. And, and, and I wasn't, and I did not, you know, in no way or shape or form was I trying to hurt anybody's feelings. It was just me in my natural state of talking shit. Natural evil. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the I car, it got hella quiet. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It was a joke. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened many times, though. I've said it many times. I've been in that situation many times. I'm surprised. Yeah. You're going to be in that situation many more times. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't but you know, I, no I think the world needs no people like heroes, me who's just going to say shit. Oh boy! Why does that sound like Donald Trump? Uh, (laughs) But I'm gonna come at it with a with a comedic, intellectual perspective. Come at what? Sometimes he's trying to be funny too. (laughs) Yeah, my brother talks more shit than me. Yeah, well, you keep on saying that. What does he say? (laughs) My brother, he's he's a little more aggressive kind of person. I'm joking. My brother's like, yeah. And fuck you. Like, he'll get there like, whoa. Like, this nigga just got, he got real in here. <laughs> so, yeah, my brother's a little more hood than me, bigger than me, strong, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, you're like a, you're the nicer version. 
I'm the nice guy. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> My brother's the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bully. Like, I was never a bully. I was always friends with everybody. My brother was the bully. Mm. Like, the school bully. Like, people like would look at him and get scared and shit. Right. Yeah. He your older brother? He's my younger brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how, old, how old is he? He's 25. He's You're 25. like 49, right? I'm 27. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what were you saying earlier about like a hospital and a what? Oh, sorry. I couldn't take Larry to a hospital or a funeral. Like what? I just thought about this. just situations like this. I feel like every because like every. <laughs> Like even in like moments of like high stress during the during the march, Larry would look at me when I really wouldn't want to laugh, and he would just look at me. He's like, "Bruh," and I, I just like some shit. I came and repeal this radio show. But it was definitely a moment where I was just like, "This is so serious, so intense." And Larry was just trying so hard not to laugh. That made me laugh so hard. I was, hey, like, You're such that's, a dick. I was that kid. <laughs> if it's a serious situation, I'm gonna laugh. I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm looking. You know, my dad don't don't laugh, and I'm like, mm, and I start laughing. He's like, there ain't nothing funny. You know, so you know, yeah. that was me. He told too many jokes in the meetings. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, tried, he, tried, he tried to land certain jokes. He told too many jokes. <laughs> he told too many jokes in the meeting. Oh, That's shit. true. And he couldn't laugh in the meeting. So that, that was the hardest part because he'd be looking at, he's still trying to like crack little side jokes, but it wasn't the time. Mm. You know, we would get flashed on collectively as a group mm -hmm. because of him. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's why at the radio at KMO they call me Loco Larry because uh, literally Sonic G was like, this dude be saying anything to people on the streets. What the <laughs> hell? He's crazy. And that's how, yeah, that's why they call me that. That's a good nickname. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> there was one meeting. I'm not going to say what happened, but I'm just going to say this. Okay. There was one meeting where it was a motherfucking movie scene. What? It was. It needs to be in a movie. Like, like it has to be in a movie. Like without saying. <laughs> and I looked at him, and he was trying not to laugh because my face the whole time. I was like, I was being hella dramatic. I was like, Y'all should have seen my. I, I was looking at you since day one. And sometimes nobody was looking at me. No, I was looking at you. My I was looking. Would say she's, she, how she would transition from one topic to the next. Yeah, she like butterflies, trees, and um, yeah, you um, <laughs> yeah, was, everybody's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Y'all met every day? Every day. Every morning. I mean, we met in the, and then like morning, the day. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, we meet at the end of the march and then in the morning. Here's a funny fact. One yeah. dude got <laughs> drunk the first night or the second night. <laughs> and, they, and we were like, if you drink, you can't come with us anymore. That nigga did. He's like, I can't drink. I ain't going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened? He, 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 he. You said you told him not to drink. Yeah. Well, and he. And he needed to drink. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that his whole idea was like, I'm gonna be drinking for two weeks straight, walking this. <laughs> I won't say who it was. <laughs> How far along? No, he wasn't right? in the final picture. No, <laughs> he was in the first one, though. <laughs> yeah, that was he a funny thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in San Rafael, right? 
Yeah, we're in San Rafael, y'all. Yeah, the second stop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and another funny moment. There was a moment some some random people were marching with us, and there was an Antifa. He wasn't even really Antifa. It was just the what first is an night. Antifa. That was e, our nickname for him. Yeah, E <laughs> called him Antifa because the first Antifa's anti-fascist. Okay. They're like okay. Uh, they're like um, anarchist kind of people. Okay. Okay. So okay, yeah, so yeah. the first night. Equipto didn't know where he was gonna sleep, so he he texted me at like late at night. I was like, "Where you at? You good?" Yeah, he texted me. Nah, <laughs> yeah, me and Antifa had long relations. Nah, I was like, so. Where did he came out of nowhere? I was walking with him across the bridge. I was walking with him for a while. The Antifa. He had, story, he had like craziest stories about how he did ten years. And, Ten different prisons. Like, mm, wow. He was. A, he looked like he was in the movie Book of Eli. Just put it that way. So. Yeah, and nigga, yeah, the motherfuckers who weren't with us was like, I can't wait to get to the hotel. Yeah. Really hot. Yeah, all of them, all the a juggler too. He was like, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to a hot shower." I'm like, "Nigga, who are you? Where are you showering at, nigga?" What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? But so I text E, "Where you at?" It is late at night, and E's like, "I'm in the fucking room with the craziest mix." He <laughs> was all like, "I'm in here with the juggler and Tifa, and then with my nigga cousin Dev." <laughs> He's like, I can't even sleep, my nigga. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Dev. Dev. You couldn't sleep either? Yo, Dev. He was knocked out. I could not but he I was supposed to like eat. I don't know the that was a bad. That was 18 mile day too. Cause I looked at both, bro. I was just like, yeah, I don't think. I, I walked in there and first of all, <laughs> I knocked on the door, and I see the juggler on the floor. I see Cousin Dev open the door like half asleep. Oh, what's up? What's going on? I was like, <laughs> and then I looked over there and there's like a shining, like it was dark as hell, but like a shining light on Antifa in a chair just staring at me. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, and he was just mumbling. Yeah. I mean, no, and he had his, mumbling, his mumbling, did he have his here. mask on? G-O-D. But I was like, uh, and the bed was empty though. I was like, hmm, what am I going to do here? That's what I was going to come back. I came back and it was still empty. I knocked out that, but I didn't knock out. I was just in that corner, like <laughs> when they- I with my phone in my charge, my big ass charger, like as a weapon. I had that shit in my hand, like hotel, had the hotel Bible across his chest. Self destruct mode. My heart stopped beating. That was the first. That was the first night. That was that was the first night. Oh really? That was the first night. Yeah, that was in Marin. So yeah, this this one. So I was conspiring against a lot of people. I was like, we gotta get the juggler out of here. We gotta get Nancy. We gotta get uh, Antifa. I was just had a list of people. I was like, these niggas gotta go. So um, <laughs> so I was finding ways to get rid of Antifa. <laughs> And I t- and so we all came to consensus. This motherfucker can't march in a ski mask when we're all motherfucking faceless talking about love, peace, justice. This motherfucker's in a ski mask with an anti-Trump sign. I'm like, this no, this nigga looks crazy. He had a backpack on. This motherfucker, it was 100 degrees. He had three sweaters on. I was like, something's wrong with you if you got fucking three sweaters and an overcoat and a motherfucking ski mask and a hat yeah. and a fucking t-shirt and a mo- this motherfucker looked crazy. Yeah. And I was like, he gotta take off. I told Vic a 
approach him, tell him to take off the mask. Yeah. Yeah, Vic, Vic, Vic was like, yeah, I got it. No, Vic, <laughs> so Vic goes up to him and say, hey, man, this is where peaceful. You got to take off the mask. So the, hey, Vic really tried to break it down to him yeah, like, yeah. in the nicest way, and then it got worse. And so yeah, and Tifa takes <laughs> it down. <laughs> And he goes, and he couldn't even think of a response. He's kind of just looked at him. He was just like, <laughs> and he and he walked away. And he kind of kind of said, oh, I can't win. He was just a maniac ass dude, right? He's talking to himself and shit. It was maniac. He mani walked away and he just, and he kept like, you know how you put your arms up, like, I don't know. He kept doing that, like. Really? Wait, how long was he with y'all for? <laughs> he made it to like day two. He made it to like day two. Did he show up at Sacramento? No. Mm. Uh, no. He wasn't about it. Hell no. The juggler did, though. <laughs> yeah. I still have the my doubts, but he was a good guy then. <laughs> <laughs> the juggler yeah. was intelligent. The juggler, juggler was not intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> The juggler, yeah, we had bro. we had doctors. I think the, he just played you. The bro. juggler bounced facts off white coats. He had coats intelligent conversation with everybody yeah. but Larry. See, I think he just fed you a lot of bullshit no, just to I, make you just to see who he, you really were. He exposed himself to the in the beginning of me, and I'm a person. Once you cross the line, once. You on thin ice, baby boo. He told you to quit, huh? No, one, he told me that. Me and him had a, he had a strong reaction. Like, I was limping like I'm, you remember when I was limping, right? So he came up to me and like, he kind of like grabbed me as if he's a father figure. Already, he's slipping right there. I could do it, but not him. So, <laughs> so he, uh, he goes like this. He goes, I'm telling you right now, man, you're not going to be able to make it. Like, like, it's like, I'm like, it was like this nigga's Mel Gibson. I'm Danny Glover, Glover and Lethal Weapon. He's like, this Gliver um, But yeah And he was like You're not gonna He told me this hella times Dude I'm telling you You're gonna fuck your ankle up You're making a wrong decision right. You gotta listen to your elders And I was I'm trying to tell you Motherfucker I Know my ankle Better than anybody I got a strong relationship With this shit You have a strong ankle And then he said He wanted to rob a bank He was joking But he said This would be a great time To rob a bank he was just And then Antifa Time out Antifa went off with it Antifa was like Yeah 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 that would be right, yeah. And he's doing it. Oh, 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 yeah, uh, that's how he talk. Hey, hey, well. And then he goes, then he goes, yeah. And, and, and I'll go to jail. Oh, actually, actually, I wouldn't go to jail. And he starts laughing. I'm like, what is who? Who am I walking with right now? These niggas are nuts. This motherfucker's been juggling. This motherfucker's got a mask on. I couldn't do it, bro. And the juggler's face looked like Freddy Krueger. So I, you know, his shit was just all. This shit was all the way fucked up. And Antifa's face, his shit looked like Popeye. He looked like Popeye. He had a big ass shit. He looked like Popeye, right? He looked like Popeye, just hella like. He looked like. Yeah, Book of Eli Popeye, Walking Dead, Survivor. Um, but look like he's not a survivor. Like the army would question whether to shoot him or not. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, he just dipped, huh? I just remember that breakfast when everybody looked at me and said, "You notice what's changed?" And I was like, "No, no more juggler." And I was like, "Oh shit, nigga!" How'd you feel? How'd you feel when he came back? I was excited. I was happy. I was happy for him. The look at your face was like a half smile, half. This nigga really came back. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. Yeah. You were like, yeah. Oh, I, was, I was wrong a little bit.
I know I wasn't wrong, but I'm telling you, man. <laughs> what the? F- you guys are so subliminal. So. <laughs> it's a lot of inside jokes. Yeah, yeah. I can't expose shit yet. Discipline. Yeah, dude. Discipline. <laughs> you hear that? Like, what does that mean? It's just, you had to be on that 14 day honk. That was my least favorite word and my favorite word in the same like two days. Right. At first, I was like. The second day, I thought the shit was hilarious. Chris, Christian kept it alive. <laughs> After Cesar left, Christian kept it alive. Like, <laughs> shit. Now, it was like, it's like real intake of information. We'll take everything. I remember uh, E got mad at me because uh, we went to Sac State for outreach. And I was popping at girls using the revolution. <laughs> we I was talked like, about this. <laughs> you already talked about it? No, go ahead. Please keep going. Though, go no, ahead. yeah. I was just, and no, first of all, I was getting encouraged at first. Like, yeah, hey, go, go here. You go do your thing here. And then all of a sudden, nice. you, <laughs> you know. He always does that. No, nah, but yeah, I was just, I was just doing my thing, man. You know, and I always, <laughs> I do it with respect. I do it for a friendship. <laughs> what? what? There was no respect? How many DMs did you slide you already? So. Have you slided one DM? Damn. This, this just what say. Kind of res- <laughs> Wait, well, how was I respectful? I was respectful. I, I respectful. Oh, damn, she got cake, so I want to tell her about the revolution. <laughs> I not- Whoa, hey, that was that this was is, between me and you, and you just you this just is live on air. I can't. You uh, can't even go uh, into that. Go that See? Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys are live. You guys are live on the radio. Respect, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, I always speak. I speak with respect. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And yeah. my intentions. I have. I have no sexual intentions. <laughs> right. I don't want sex. All I want is to build bonds. Right. Young man. Exactly. But I gotta be the elder in a certain situation. That's all it was. What What's a certain situation that you gotta be the elder in, like specifically? The baddest girls in the quad. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I wouldn't even pass the flyers out unless it was a bad one. I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold it off. He'll, he'll, right. he'll pick the girl who was a sunshine. I cannot believe we're really having this conversation. <laughs> this is wild. This, is, this took a turn. We started this off pretty serious. <laughs> this, this went south. <laughs> go ahead. This is go ahead. Yeah. Revolutionary. Also got leaflets. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is revolutionary because you know what? I'm trying to tell men. Let me just make that announcement. I want to tell all you men that you got to treat women with respect. Stop. Definitely. Because especially with the Me Too movement. Dear clap. No, 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 no. no. Especially with the Me Too movement. I believe you. And I never, when I'm at, when I talk to women in public, I never, ever disrespect them. Right. Ever, right. I I never catcall. I never do any. I never go compliment their looks. I'm way smoother than that. You know what I'm saying? I never do that. I, I, I and Christian, you heard, you heard me first glance. I, when I talked to him about the revolution, I stuck to the key points, and then I said. From there, in my mind, I was like, if they come to the pro- rally, then we, we, we'll see what's really popping. But uh, none of them came. 
But it's beautiful women also have large networks, and if they would have spread the the, the they would have spread the uh, the message, it would have got to a lot of more people. You know, a, a wise man told me if 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 you want a succeeding business, uh, make the women happy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what who run, really run the world is women. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just practicing my engagement and interaction with them in the street every time I see them, nice. trying to get them nice. into the activism. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I'm thanking you guys came for this journey with me. You know, I would like to say that's that. Why um, that's why. That's why. Hey, actually, we have a female here. You believe? You that's be, why hey, she over there laughing. She's like, me? these fools in here. You feel me? She, she know know hey, me. the female's feeling me. She's smiling. She's shaking her head up and down. She laughing. There we go. She ain't smiling out. <laughs> she ain't smiling out of agreement. She laughing like this knucklehead. <laughs> My dad does call he me a knucklehead. Clueless. Yeah. What was that question that you learn one day? Right. So positions where it equipped feels like he needs to be an elder. Right, yeah. Yeah, Queasy, why don't you take Larry's seat? I was already getting up, motherfucker, so I'll beat you. No, I'm just playing, Larry. I, lo- I don't know. I love it's you, like, um, it depends, like, <laughs> as far as situations in the march, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mother's. The elder there too You see what I'm saying So right. I kind of got to Watch out for her And make sure Things are certain Respectful to a certain degree You know what I mean Like right. But still everybody Having fun Right You know what I'm saying So I don't know You know whatever it be Language sometimes mm-hmm. Certain language And every You know And Do you remember a specific time When someone said something funny I don't really But I remember The, the, the incident he was talking about You know what I'm saying Just He was just You know Whatever Doing his thing mm-hmm. Hollering at You know <laughs> girls on the campus and you know what I'm saying and it was just like a point where I was just like you know I'm a moody dude you know what yeah. I'm saying like <laughs> I'll get there like you know and I'm and I'm honest you know what I mean so it's like I was just just telling them like don't use this for that right you know what I mean like and he understood because he you know like he said he's always been in his approach he sees it as respectful yeah you know what i'm saying but as an elder i understand because i've been there we me and i've been hopping out of cars you know when we were teenagers in our 20s <laughs> and shit like he threw you know what I'm like, real quick because because you know he, <laughs> he didn't want to go he alone know since we were kids so but you know what i'm saying but then there's a point like we have to stick to our message and i was just yeah. telling them like through my experiences like if you want to get at girls and you want that's your mission do yeah. that on your own time yeah you know what i'm saying like go rent a car and do that with your homies and woo woo, but this right here is a different type of mission. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just like through my experiences of like you know doing that, getting in cars, going to school campuses, going to Santa Cruz, and just being on a mission to talking to girls and rocking shows or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. that was my missions for him. It's the same thing, like finding a comedy club and you know talking to girls, just you know socializing. Right. It's he's in his twenties. You know what I mean? Like that's right. it's it's natural for for a young man to do that, but. Right. Sometimes me being an elder and still being able to reach out to these younger cats, mm-hmm. I have to be like, yo, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep in mind that this is the, you know, priority why we on this and we could do this another time. You know no doubt. Saying? Yeah. I would just like to say, <laughs> I, I almost, I, I almost cry one night. Oh, why? No. Nah, and I don't cry. I almost cry one night because, because uh, I, uh, uh no, no. The real reason is because I thought about it, yeah. and I, we were together for two weeks, man. Right. We built a bond, and no I was doubt. thinking about everybody on the walk, especially you, Ike. I was thinking about everybody on the walk, <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
and I, I actually got emotional because it was a spiritual journey. We were doing something, you know, bigger than us. Even though there's a lot of jokes, right even though there was, you know, we're laughing. Even though I was freestyling the whole way, and no then we doubt. had a juggler and all types of different things. Um, <laughs> it was uh, like it was a deep ass thing, man. Yeah, and I, and I literally, and that's another reason why I clapped when I saw the juggler in the end because we all made it. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it was like, you know, I almost cried, dude. And I was like, I want to give all these niggas a hug in the morning. Yeah. And then when I saw him in the morning, what I try to give Ike a hug. I try to give. I try to give Ike a hug. Are you? No, I'm serious. <laughs> I try to give Ike a hug. I said, "Good morning, Dad." No, and I re did. went for a hug. You said, and he, he said, said, "Get the fuck away." Said, hello, handsome. Oh yeah, I, I said that. hello, handsome. That was a different and morning. You know how to, yeah, I, that's a different morning. That was goddamn near every morning. <laughs> no, I don't play that shit. What did you say, Ike? Uh, he said, "Get the fuck I away look, from me." Yeah, I just gave him that look. He know. <laughs> but yeah, I I pray I love Ike. I pray for him every day. Um, no, but I really almost cried though. I really almost cried. I cried. Yeah. Big girls. He wasn't there. Uh, Larry was. Mike was. I'm gonna tell Larry you cried. Yeah, but see, but I cried. Um, I cried like before I cried when I talked because I cried when Mike Mike's story, Christian's story. You have a story? It was it. <laughs> it was just like my Not, you know my like, mom knows how to break it down. Feel me? She was like, we're gonna everybody talk about why you're here and what brought you here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it was yeah. just like you know. Like, the energy to me was just deep at that moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like, my niece was there, my nephew, you know what I mean? My mom, my sister, and then, like, I think it was like Christian that set it off, kind of, and like, and it was just like a knowing how we all met through this, you know what I mean? No like, oh, I, I saw E over here, we did this, you know what I'm saying? And then we started getting closer, like, you know what I mean? And it was like, everybody was like, how we all met, and it just made me feel how the moment was so special, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it just choked me up hella much, like. Definitely. And I thought I wouldn't, like, because I was like, oh, Mike's okay. And Christian's story, I was like, god damn. And Rich's, too. Rich's, like, broke me down a little bit, too. I was like, god damn. You know what I'm saying? And so when it was my turn, I was like, all right, that's how cool. But I was like, fuck. It just came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just something I couldn't control. <laughs> so why are you saying he lucky I wasn't there, motherfucker? I, th I thought you would have roasted him the entire yeah, night. Yeah. I, I thought that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why, of course. It would have been a serious ass moment. I would have been smiling like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Juggler got a chance to tell his story. Oh, yeah. He would have been calmed me down a little bit. I was like, even your crazy ass, Larry. You know what I mean? I love yeah. you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. he would've, he would've... I got choked up on Juggler's story. Yeah. Did you? Straight up. You were, hey, uh, hey, it looks like you choking up and juggling said, a whole lot, nigga. About? He called somebody racist, though. <laughs> yeah, he said Huey Newton was, he said Huey Newton was racist. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all didn't catch that? That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I've been trying to tell y'all. He said some shit on the march. Y'all niggas didn't hear. He said, but he in said a some anti tone. Like he was telling his story, but he really was. Look at Rich. Racist. It blew Rich's mind. With his story. And Rich I was is like, like Damn. wait a minute, hold on. No, that didn't blow my mind. It's like, basically, he, he, we don't know what he went through. Oh, now you now you forgiving them for disrespecting the founder of the Black Panthers. Wrong also. We don't know. This is me. All, I know he wrong. We took weird, we, we're all weirdos to a point, and the juggler. That nigga is no. That nigga is not a weirdo. He he's something. He's he's on another level. Darryl, Darryl, 
Che a racist or a terrorist too? Yeah, I mean people got strong. Daryl is this opinions. Like how you like how you feel about some shit. How I feel. And that's Everybody's not gonna agree with us. That's kind of what makes us. What is the juggler's real name? Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know we knew. <laughs> you didn't know we knew. Everybody's <laughs> bonded. I told you he gave you the information he wanted to give you. He had a heart to heart with everybody but you. I'm glad because I right in the beginning. In the beginning, I didn't want to have a heart to heart with that nigga anyway. So I was glad. I was like, yeah, you that's why he still showed up. Yeah. At the end, maybe he didn't like you too. Maybe because like the thing, the thing, the thing he knew you was judgmental of that. Because the thing you said too about him was like, I want you to quit. Like if if he told that to me too, I would have been, I would have felt the type of way too. I'm like, hey, no, he was so serious and he was trying to, he was condescending too. He was like, as if he knew more than me. I'm like, nigga, you didn't go to school, nigga. What you mean? Oscar couldn't dispute one fact off the juggler, not one doctor. I don't know what you're talking about. Every doctor I talked to was like, this nigga's crazy. That's what they told me. The White Coast, what was bro? What was bro who was with us like the whole time? What was like the. Drew. All right. That doctor in particular, Juggler had a bunch of like ailments and like all these different, like this tree bark. And have you heard about this study? The doctor knew everything to a T. And they were they were just going back and forth. Oh, you heard about that? Yeah, definitely. No, no, no. Use this amount. Hmm. I don't know how he got yeah, the information yeah, yeah. exactly. Because the juggler is smart. Hey, Stop I, yeah. judging books by their yeah, cover. Hey, we gotta have the juggler on I'm the show. I'm judging the book dude. by what it said to me. I think you we know. should have the juggler on the show. <laughs> That's what I'm judging the book by. <laughs> you ever, you ever read, you ever read one of, you ever read one of those books where you, um, you change your adventure in the middle of the book? Yeah. That's what he did with you. He changed your, he changed yeah, yeah, your adventure. Yeah, well, you know, he could hey. choose your own adventure book. That's what it's called. <laughs> he gave you a choose your own adventure. That's what a journey will do to you. You know, hey, all I gotta say is. I made it, didn't I? <laughs> I made it, Mr. Yeah, I made it, Mr. Juggler. We. You all made it. I want to thank y'all for coming to the show and doing the march. You know what I'm saying? It was very inspiring. You sound like Howard Stern. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, he's my third uncle. Um, but, yeah, does anybody... I was going to um, throw on the music and air out. Um, I mean, end the radio show. And... Uh, but before that, does anyone want to say anything? Larry, you've got the mic ready to go. Uh, any like Last cl- words? closing remarks for the the eight? Closing remarks. We have okay, about yeah. eight million listeners, by the way. Okay, so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would like to say uh, I believe that all human beings are equal at a spiritual level. No doubt. Love, peace, and happiness, and I wish everybody the best. Peace and blessings and light shine upon you. No matter if you hate me. I still got love for you. I still got a joke for you. No matter how you feel about me, I love you. I mm. want to see you thrive and flourish and succeed. And I also like to say I'm teaching a freestyle rap class. You just heard I, I, I freestyle for two weeks. Yeah. I'm teaching a freestyle rap class. It's starting November 6th at the number one theater in San Francisco. Comedy Central approved everything. It's called Bats Improv. Bats. It's, it's one of the top schools in Northern California when it comes to theater and improv. Um, I'm teaching freestyle rap, improvised poetry. Sam is my TA, the guy mm-hmm. with the with the Howard Stern uh, late night coffee voice and we um, <laughs> will teach you how to freestyle 
freestyle rap. We, uh, we, free. And it's uh no, it's not free. Oh, but you could get you the come, you could go check the link at improv.org. That's I M P R O V dot O R G Improv.org. The last class and went go really to classes. Well. Yeah. And it's a uh it's and a it's a freestyle class. Yeah, and, me I, and we're Larry. teaching these class and me we got and rave reviews. Last class was sold out. Uh, crypto came and gave a speech at the last class and gave a, we all oh, is that had how a you sold it out? You used you used the cryptos. No, they didn't even no. know that, nah. about that happening. Okay. They didn't okay. even know. Yeah. Everybody was like forty and oh, I'm just, I, I'm just asking for a friend. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, uh, <laughs> love all y'all. Love you too, Larry. You the man. Yo, Larry. Anybody? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Moving through California, mm-hmm. the whole point is if you press rappers and you press hip hop, not to be conscious, not conscious rap, but to to think, to be, to use your mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> open your eyes. I'm just asking you to be aware, be an aware human. Mm-hmm. And yeah, racism doesn't last when people are playing trap music and shit, and mm-hmm. they got a Nazi tattoo, but they love Young Thug. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty simple as that. If you press hip hop, you really want to see some change. Shut some shit down. Shut some radio stations down. Not cameo. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's things that you can do to get quick change overnight. I swear. You press hip hop. For sure. No doubt. You, use All March for Justice hashtag. Do not reflect the And about, like, about police brutality and shit, like, different things like that, use the. Uh, March for Justice SF hashtag to okay, like keep dope. connecting shit on that. March for Justice SF. Yeah, right for sure. All right, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like, you know, what he said is like, you got to use, everybody has a platform. But I mean, like, you know, it doesn't come without action mm-hmm. and like real conviction and like, right. you know, like dedication towards a type of, some type of movement and some type of change. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I think, you know, it's just, it, it comes in time and, uh, it's happening. We trying out here in San Francisco, and it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. We're about to go on tour too. I'm about to take this guy. He's about to drive. We're about to go through the crazy cuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll probably I'll maybe do it. Tour with uh, AC alone for Freestyle Fellowship. Uh, a plus for Hieroglyphics and uh, Z Man. Damn. And True, DJ True Justice, True Justice, the homie. Yeah. So it's gonna we gonna enrich. Do some racist shit. Yeah. Enrich Ayala. Rich Ayala. Damn, that's a good, that's a crazy tour right there. Yeah. Yeah, this is Christian. Christian. So, yeah, just just want to say thank you. <clears throat> thank you to everybody that really, really just came through and showed a lot of support at the March for Justice SF. All the positive, all the positive vibes. Everybody <clears throat> that came through with supplies mm. or just their presence, you know, just met up with us in the cities. Mm-hmm. Just, just thank y'all because that, that was medicine. That was messing. That definitely healed us. I mean, we're we're all people from the community out here, you know. Just we're all from the city. You know, educators, artists, stand up, hip hop artists. Uh, you know, social social workers. You know, we out here. We're and we're finding the the fight. 
for all the vo- all the people that are voiceless out there. And you know, the fight isn't over, so we got to keep going, keep on going, keep on fighting, keep our heads up, and you know, just unite black and brown people, all people. We got to be together, and it's all about people power. So, just just thank y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Mike, 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 Michael Evans Jr. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, the power is in you. That's it. Name's Mike. Have a good night. (laughs) Sound like uh, Russ. Russ. God bless. Have a good night. All power to the people. Always all power to the people. Is that fuck Ed Lee? Fuck Ed Lee. Fuck the police. Fuck all the police commissioners. What about you, Ike? Fuck tasers. <laughs> fuck tasers. Did you say anything? Mm, saying fuck Roger Morris. Power of the people. Fuck Charles. Charles August. <laughs> all right, who else, Queasy? Fuck Officer Roger Morris. Uh, Riboli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Charles August. Um, Justin Herb. Fuck him too. Mm-hmm. Fuck, uh, yeah, fuck officer. Um, what's the other one? Uh, that, yeah, fuck them all, but in particular, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that dude that that did justice for Derek Gaines, the one that was it, Cabillo, Joshua Cabillo, fuck his punk ass. You know, because it's justice for for these sisters and brothers, but we got to put these pigs on blast because that's. First and foremost is making them uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like they done treated us wrong and kept us so uncomfortable for long. So that's why we say it's fuck Roger Morris, fuck Officer Nathan Chu, little Asian sellout. Fuck Justin Herb, he's another Asian weirdo. Fuck Charles August, he's one of the main shooter of Mario Woods. Fuck Winston Seto. Officer Antonio Santos, sound like a Latino sellout. Nicholas Cuevas, another one. Officer Scott Phillips, sucker. Officers, uh, Officer Michael Maloney and Sergeant Nate Seeger, those are the ones that murdered Luis Gongora within 26 seconds. Um, Emil Car Perez, justice for Emil Car Perez, who got shot six times in his back by undercover playing clothes plain-clothed officers Eric Raboli and Craig Teefee. And, yeah, Derek Gaines. We said Joshua Cabello. He's known to beat people's ass, too. And he, he smoked Derek Gaines, who was, like, 15 years old, killed and murdered him. And Officer Richard Hastings and Richard Lopez, who killed and murdered, executed Kenneth Harden Jr. in the streets and left him in the streets for, like, 45 minutes to be, you know what I'm saying, lose all his blood and just lose his life right there on the streets third street so basically that's what we saying out here that's what we was fighting for that was the what was the whole march was for we want those cops in particular behind bars to serve some type of consequence that's you know just fucking up our community coming in and terrorizing our community you talk about black and black and brown and brown crime but you hit us over the head with the atrocity over atrocity mm-hmm. and we have no time to you know heal our own communities because we're trying you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying there's people yeah, out here definitely. trying you know what I mean so when you when you keep doing this to us though then we have no time to do our you know what I'm saying to work mm-hmm. on our shit right. so we have if we could get some justice and heal our community, heal these families, and have these pigs behind bars, you know what I'm saying, or some type of money taken out of their pension to pay for these funerals and pay for the conditions that we're going through, then we'll, you know, say we might, you know what I'm saying, be a little more happier with the justice that's happening, you know right. what I'm saying, so yeah, that's why we want them behind bars, period. Yeah, okay. 
Right on. Well, thank y'all for coming to the show. Um, this is Old Soul Radio. Good night. I think so. Nice, nice. <laughs> One, two, what is this? The five for the seven with the roughneck business. I float like gravity, never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat our senior to gain some type of fame. No shame in my game, cause I always be the same. Styles upon styles upon styles is what I have. You wanna just a fight but you still don't know the half. I sport new balance sneakers to avoid a narrow path. Messing around with this against the size of the I never have stuff, cause I'm not a half stuffer. Drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. Refuse to compete with BS competition. Your name is Specialist, so won't you suck with the mission? I never walk the street, think it's all about me. Even though deep in my heart, it really could be. I just try my best to like go all out. Somebody even uh, say, you're shorty uh, black, you're uh, bugging uh, out. Uh, Zulu Nation, mother's last creation. Minds get flooded. Ejaculation right on the two inch tape. The abstract poet incognito runs the cape, not the best, not the worst. And occasionally I curse to get my point across. So bust the force as I go in between the grit and the dirt. Listen to the mission, listen, missions I do work um as a crack the monotone. Chilling up the jazz, so get your own. Smoking on beat because they try to dupe me of the best of the back, but they can't do rap for us. Abstract, original, you can't get your own, and that's. Pitiful. I know I'd be the man if I cold yank the plug on R&B, but I can't and that's wrong.
a fly love song. To the effect of nothing, effective fronting is what I don't allow. So let me tell you something. I am a bona fide. Not too modest and not a lot of pride. Soon to have a ride and a home to reside. If my mama is sick, I'm by her bedside. Used to watch the show on Channel 4 called Riptide. Watch my wears inside, cause it's too damn cold outside. That's how the runnings go. If there ain't no dough, then there ain't no show. So take your roly poly fat promoter to the chemical bank and get my cash. If you wanna see the people scream and laugh, your best question ask, question ask real fast. Cause I don't wanna see them. Stop fucking, throwing chairs in the air while you be ducking. What, what? Don't step to me with that. If you promoting the show, make sure it ain't whack or else I'm leaving. Let me tell you. I'm leaving. Let me tell you. I'm leaving. Let me tell you. The whack show. Yo, man, what's up with that? Don't sweat, man. It's like Come on, 500. That was the deal. Come on, man. Don't try to play me out. We don't need you. Sorry. I want chicken and orange juice, that's what's on my writer And my occasional potato by a writer Don't forget my pastry, make sure they're tasty I'm not the type to be pushy or hasty See, I'm the type of rope that's weird in the ghetto Took a few shorts before Now the only ones I take are the ones that I wear Ain't taking no shorts no more Now, please act proper before I call the crime stoppers Don't dip on the dough, cause that's a no-no Make sure you count your money real slow be alert, look alive, and act like you know It's the 90s, time to make move Not the 80s, do away with your rules So what? You got a crew I got one too They're called the Brooklyn Zoo Don't break fool, let's be reserved and cool We don't have to act like we in gray school Just make sure that we're taken care of And we'll do a fly show for you, bub Check it out Diggy dang, 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 diggy was flow yeah i messed around with the one called flow all the troopers round the way used to call her a hoe but deep down in my heart i knew that flow was good to go cause i thought it was me like bell biff devote but little did i know that she was playing with my mind the only thing i've learned is good girls are hard to find i feel like heavy d i need somebody for me not someone whose mind is blank and trying to juice me for my banks swinging with my main man lucky behind my back what type of crap is that Yo, how's about a smack? Word life, I can't front. Thought I was all that. But now it seems I've met my match. I was a stone cold lover. You couldn't tell me that. Settling down with one girl. Wasn't trying to hear that. I had 